sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell you why. Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. In addition to the American Society of Interior Designers, I am your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. This week, we are speaking with interior designer and winner of 2015's Designer of Distinction Award from the ASID, a fervent advocate for the use of color in design, the color queen, if you will, uh, Miss Lisa Peck of Lilu Interiors. Lisa, welcome to Drink in the Style. I'm glad to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm so excited. We are going to talk about how to use color, and you're going to advocate for the use of bringing some color in, and then talk about some other exciting projects you've been working on, right? Yes, absolutely. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're also joined by Gianni's Steakhouse. Again, is back. Glutton for punishment. <laughs> Matthew Hummel. Matt, welcome back to Drink in the Style. Good afternoon, Greg. It's good to see you out from behind the bar and the desk and blending cocktails for us. Yes. It was a treat. So you uh, took a look at our subject matter this week and came up with a cocktail that you thought would fit. Tell us all about it. Yes. Today I'm going to make the aviation cocktail, which is a classic you know, pre-prohibition cocktail, which you can date back to the 1800s. Okay. Can this be found in Mr. Boston? Mr. Boston, the original compendium of American cocktails published in the uh, uh, first time of like 1911. I don't believe so. I believe it was first published in 1915 by a bartender, <laughs> a German bartender in New York. Seriously? Yes. Uh, that was the first. Well fact As I know, yeah. So. Well fact checked. I had a really nice guy call into Habitation uh, this week, and he had asked uh, for clarification. We had talked uh, on the last show about uh, the best Christmas movies, and I had referenced the 1954 version of A Christmas Carol called Scrooge, and it turns out it was a 1951 version. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to be a lot tighter on my uh, on my dates. I guess so, yeah. All right. We'll fair. send it to the fact-checking department here at AM 950. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate that. You come in and you let me know. Just do a little X, you know, one of those little, you know, uh, uh, family feud Miss oh, yeah, segment. yeah. I'll, I'll put the staff on that. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Matt, what is in the aviation? So it is a gin-based cocktail. Today we are using the Sip Smith London Dry Gin, okay. which I really like. Um, so fresh-squeezed lemon juice, which um, if you want to know that part. So I do mm -hmm. two parts of gin, mm -hmm. three, two ounces of gin, sorry, three-fourths ounce of lemon juice, one-half ounce of Luxardo Maricino liqueur, Okay. And one quarter ounce of cream de violette. Okay, I have some questions to start with. First, uh, London gin. Is that a particular type of gin that's different from any other? What is it that makes it a London gin? Yes, London dry gin is a style of gin, Okay, which obviously yes, comes from London. Mm -hmm. But London gins are known for being juniper forward. Okay, strong juniper. Yes. As opposed to more traditional gins, which are kind of in the background and more just pure liquor. So most people think of... Uh, well, juniper is kind of like that piney taste mm -hmm. that people think all gins taste like, but mm -hmm. those are more London-style gins. I have learned. So, Excellent. Yes. And Luxardo liqueur. Now, Luxardo does a maraschino cherry, which, by the way, you should always buy the Luxardo maraschino cherry as opposed to, you know, basically the uh, grocery store maraschino cherry, which is just a flavorless little red thing and sugar. Is Luxardo liqueur the same, do you know, as the fluid in which the Luxardo cherry floats uh no it's just a cherry distillate so it's um it's not made from the same it's actually a different type of cherry mm -hmm. that than the luxardo cherry i can't it starts with an m i can't remember the name of it but uh but yeah it's, it's a it's a floral um sweet liqueur. i guess it actually can't be because you can get the luxardo cherries at a grocery store like william sonoma or something and i guess therefore it couldn't be liquor no <laughs> All right, thank you. Yeah, I answered my own question. And finally, you mentioned a lot of lemon juice going into this. Yes, yeah, so fresh squeezed lemon juice okay. is probably the second main ingredient. There are different ways to make the aviation. I just found out this way I 
Well, I prefer it the most. Fantastic. All right, Brett, hit us with some mixing music. Matt, put together a cocktail because sobriety is just around the uh, corner. we got to <laughs> face that guy off. All right, he's adding the massive amount of lemon juice. Three-quarter. Three-quarter ounce. And this is being poured into a shaker because you are going to shake this cocktail? Yes, I'm going to shake because there is uh, lemon juice. Makes sense. A quarter ounce of the cream de violet, which is made from the violet flower. Excellent. And by the way, this is served up so we don't get the special Gianni's Uber ice cube with us, do we? That is correct. It's served up. I am using a Luxardo cherry, though, as garnish. Oh, excellent. By the way, Lisa, do you know about the special Gianni's ice cube? I do not. So cool. Clear glass, uh, clear ice, so, you know, it's completely not foggy in any way. And then they have uh, the Gianni's G engraved into it. I'll have to try a cocktail at Gianni's sometime. You really should. <laughs> great cocktails. <laughs> All right, you've added uh, the gin, is that correct? And Already in, we're gin good. and the Luxardo and everything's good to go. All right, the mixture coming in. Soon we'll start the full shaking. By the way, while you're doing that, I wanted to say I was at a holiday party this weekend, and they were serving a dirty Santa. Oh, really? (laughs) Last week's cocktail on the show, and uh, they had gotten it off the Gianni's menu. Wonderful. Excited about it. I mean, they were friends of mine. You'd think they would have gotten it off my radio program, but apparently <laughs> it just took it right off your menu. That works too. All right. And he is pouring out the cocktail into a martini glass as opposed to a coupe. Correct. Coupes would work just fine as well. Just uh, that, That's an interesting color. It's dark, but Lisa, tell me, what color would you say that is? I would say that's almost periwinkle. I really like it. Periwinkle. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yes. Best named color of all time. <laughs> Periwinkle. All right. The cocktail is mixed. Uh, you're about to throw in a cherry garnish. Yes. So this is where the Luxardo cherry garnish comes into play here. And we're going to start. Uh, we had. We used to put uh, the pictures of the uh, of the cocktails on the Drink in the Style website. Dubs, drinkinthestyle.com. We unfortunately haven't done that for the last several shows, but we're going to start doing that again and uh, and getting some artistic shots so folks know what they're looking for. Wonderful. It's beautiful, so it's well worth looking at. It is, right? Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely awesome. All right. We we talk so much about liquor, we don't have time for uh, for today's random question, which is about <laughs> color. Um, nevertheless, we do have an entire program that we're going to be going through. Um, but really quick. All right. I'm going to – no, I'm not going to do it. We don't have the time. We're going to instead take a quick break uh, and start enjoying our aviation cocktail. Any idea why it's called an aviation I do not know why it's called an aviation. We're going to say it's because it'll get you high quick. <laughs> Back in the days, high meant drunk. It doesn't didn't have the, the drunk connotation. It is spirit forward, so. It is, uh, this is going to yeah. go great. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Lisa Peck of Lilu Interiors. Stay with us, and, oh, my God, check out the picture of this of this cocktail. It's cool. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Appliance manufacturers have announced record-breaking price increases for January 2019. Warner Stellion filled their Twin Cities warehouses so you could beat the price increases with guaranteed savings through January 2nd. Wait to buy and you'll pay more, no matter where you shop. Whether you need one or an entire house full, Warner Stellion guarantees appliance savings through January 2nd, including fast free local delivery, trusted basic installation, Holloway, and 18 months zero interest financing. Guaranteed appliance savings now at Warner Stellion. Humans, this is me, Ellie Krug with Ellie 2.0 Radio. News flash about my show. It's now an hour long, running from 7 to 8 a.m. every Monday. 
The longer time slot will allow for interviews of idealists doing important work in the world. LD 2.0 Radio. Listen every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. My show, it's engaging and real, and it's on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Be sure to pick up your copy of this month's Natural Awakenings magazine, a free local guide to a healthier and more balanced life. Each monthly issue includes timely, local, national, and global stories. Learn about alternative and complementary medicine, nutrition, fitness for body and mind, personal growth, sustainability, and much more. Natural Awakenings can be found at area health food stores, food co-ops, and retail locations. More information is available at NaturalTwinCities.com. That's NaturalTwinCities.com. Hi, it's Tom Hartman for Continental Diamond. You've heard me talk about this place for a long time. And this holiday season, it's time to get your loved one a gift that will last a lifetime. Their experts know all the latest trends and will help you find the perfect gift to fit any budget with an amazing in-stock selection to choose from. Stay away from the craziness of the malls and visit Continental Diamond, adjacent to the West End in St. Louis Park, and at ContinentalDiamond.com. That's Continental Diamond for the perfect holiday gift. You know how it is with vacuum cleaners. You buy them, you break them, then you throw them away, right? Well, not necessarily. Often, fixing your vacuum can be cheaper than replacing it. Ever heard of A1 Vacuum in Roseville? They offer free estimates. So if you wish your vacuum worked like new again, drop by. A1 Vacuum is ready to help clean up your vacuum cleaner act. Find us at a-1vacuum.com or call 651-222-6316. Minding my business, went out of an orange-colored sky. Flash, bam, alakazam, wonderful you came by. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and this evening we are enjoying, and I do mean enjoying, an aviation as we begin our discussion of interior design with Miss Lisa Peck of Lilu Design. All right, the aviation, um, we have started drinking during the break, and it is indeed a periwinkle colored drink, but it is alive, is how I would describe this. The lemon, the strong juniper, this is a delicious cocktail. Yes, I think it is a very well-balanced, mm-hmm. beautiful cocktail. It's it's great. And it's on the menu regularly at Gianni's? It is. All right. Guys, go out and try this cocktail because this is both pretty and and delicious. So, Lisa, what do you think? You say I you, think it's lovely. Uh, you yeah. love the color? I love the color and I love the taste. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. And Lisa's not a hard liquor drinker normally. You're more of a wine gal. I am, but this is delicious. See? Expanding horizons. <laughs> All right, I want to ask the question that I was going to ask in segment one because I find it fascinating. All right, it's not really random. Uh, it is about color. So, Lisa, many animals have more rods and cones in their eyes uh, than do humans. Do you think that this uh, means that they can see more colors than we can? And if so, do you think humans could really even comprehend a color that we cannot see? Well, I recently was uh, listening to a report about um, they're doing memory studies with animals, and their biggest obstacle is that the animals can't talk. So unless we could talk to a dog or a raccoon, we don't really know what they're perceiving in terms of color. Good point. But um, I think often they see better in the dark than we do. And um, if you can't perceive a color, I don't think it exists for us humans. Um, I once, I perceive color very, very, you know, vividly. And the first house that I lived in, I painted the walls gray and the trim white, and everybody thought it was all white, except for me. Really? Yes. Uh, yeah, there is a thing where certain people have an extra rod and an extra cone or something like that, yeah. and they say they can see different colors. Yeah, so I perceived it. Didn't exist for other people. Interesting. <laughs> Your own world of yes. color and beauty. Yes, I, mean, I now know how to modulate that. Really? Yes. So, and you run through. I mean, because that's the other question is, you know, I've heard people say, you know, gray, the color gray is just a color we can't see. So, you know, we may all think gray is the same color, but in fact, gray could be, if you have the right combination of rods and cones, some kind of neon, yellow, red, blue combination that is inconceivable to us. 
Could be. Oh. I often see a lot of nuance in grays. Do you? Little shift red, little shift blue. Yeah. I think it makes sense, honestly. I think that there are, I mean, and we can also argue forever that just because we think we see the same color, we call the same color the same name, does not mean that we see the same color. We definitely don't. And often between men and women, when I'm working with couples, that's one of the things I have to arbitrate. <laughs> often, uh, often designers have said we are 80% style, 20% marriage counseling. Yes. <laughs> Run through it. It's a hard, hard Part. So, all right, let's talk about Lilu then, because yeah. you guys are a great design house. You've been in the business for about 20 years. lilu has been around for about 10 years, correct? Yes, yes. All right, this is a long period of time. You've got perspective in the industry. What do you see as the biggest changes that have occurred in interior design over that period? Well, there are two things. I think there is more of a movement for most designers towards evidence-based design, where we're using research to inform what we're doing for clients. Um, so whether that's aging in place or um, working with people's um, specific needs in terms of supporting if they're ill or whatever you know, we're looking at research more as we design for them. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is technology. It's really changed how design works. And I think that's the biggest impact. Um, we can use FaceTime, the Internet, lots of different ways to communicate with clients and to create drawings, all kinds of things. Technology has impacted. So the hard sciences have made a big impact. I mean, again, evidence-based, so it's less an art. You're now looking at more data associated with right. how to design. Right. And you're right. The technology is amazing. I mean, at Habitation, I've talked about in the past, we've got a hundred and... 90-inch TV screen mm -hmm. that we that we show, you know, full-scale products, you know, in, in life-size, so custom-order items you can see in their actual scale, which makes a difference. Right, or walk through space in kind of a virtual reality type of situation. That is an interesting... Which really helps clients visualize what they're building. Have you done anything with VR, or have you... Uh, we have not, um, but we do kind of SketchUp modeling and other 3D modeling where people can see their whole house before that's, it gets built. That's awesome. There's a there's a, a, a VR studio in St. Louis Park called REM5, and I was actually just over there, and it it is more striking than I realized it was going to be. And one of the things we're going to start doing... Oh, I keep plugging ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Is, it's it, we can take a 2D, uh, uh, you know, a CAD drawing or what mm -hmm. have you. He can render it in 3D instantaneously. And then when we do our art shows, as we will be doing, we can actually place specific pieces of art instantaneously in an environment right fabulous i know there's so much stuff that uh, that's going on still let's go back to color because i like talking about color because color is ignored uh, a lot of times i mean we live in a world where to a certain extent gray is everything and people are a little frightened of doing you know uh, uh, letting their personalities come through in in terms of color what is your philosophy in general on using color in design well, I think you do need neutrals, you know, mm -hmm. like gray or beige or... Well, it's not the um, 60s, for God's sake. French gray. Color relates to what's around it. Mm -hmm. So you have to think about that. Mm -hmm. And then I also think it depends on who you are. Um, many people love color and they should have a lot of color. They find it uplifting. There are other people where, you know, a white environment with pops of color... Are, is going to be the most enjoyable thing for them. So I really do think it's an individual thing, and it's our job as designers to find out what suits a particular client. So how do you do that? How do you figure out what a color, what color is going to work on a long-term basis for a client? Often, it's what they wear. Most often, uh, okay. Um, there are many women who have kind of a signature color that they'll or one or two and when we find that out that means that that's flattering for them and that it ups, uplifts their spirit and so that's often a color that we'll go for um, I don't much follow trends with color because I think it's important for it to be lasting 
that the individual like it. Absolutely. So you can't just go with whatever happens to be the trend color necessarily or color for its own sake. You right. need to find something that actually resonates with the client. Yes, that speaks to their heart. And when you go into a client's home or something like that, are you looking for those little pops as clues? Um, sometimes we ask them what they don't like more than what they do, and we get a lot of information that way. Ah. So they might say, well, I've always had this color blue in my house, but I don't really like it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fabulous. All right. We're going to take a quick break. I like that. That's figuring it's like art. I know what I hate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take another break. And uh, when we uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking with Miss Peck yet again about a Hawaiian project that she did. Yeah. We'll delve a little bit more into some other areas. So stick with us. We'll be back in a minute. My head is not did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Native Earth Radio is proud to announce we're adding an extra hour. One hour is too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. Great. More time for me to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national native news with reporters all around the country. Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. We are awake. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and streaming live on Facebook. Hi, this is Jen of Vandalia Glassworks in St. Paul. We're an independent glass studio celebrating the art of making beautiful glassworks. This ancient skill of creating art from fire is something you can learn to do through the Blow Your Own Glass class classes. Learn to make an elegant glass paperweight, and advanced classes will teach you how to make tumblers and other pieces of art. Consider giving the gift of experience during the holidays. Sign up with friends and family to create artistic glassworks together. More at VandaliaGlassworks.com. Be sure to pick up your copy of this month's Natural Awakenings magazine, a free local guide to a healthier and more balanced life. Each monthly issue includes timely, local, national, and global stories. Learn about alternative and complementary medicine, nutrition, fitness for body and mind, personal growth, sustainability, and much more. Natural Awakenings can be found at area health food stores, food co-ops, and retail locations. More information is available at NaturalTwinCities.com. That's NaturalTwinCities.com. Doug Paget here from the 4 p.m. hour. I want to invite you to join me for a live broadcast of the radio show Wednesday, December 26th at 4 p.m. from Chocolat Celeste. Four blocks off of 94 at the Cretan and Vandalia exit. Join us for a live broadcast of the show, for some tasty treats, for some interaction with callers right from the boutique of Chocolate Celeste. 4 p.m. Wednesday, December 26th. We'll see you there. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM 950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today. 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and stay right. 
Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. I love that track from Natalie Cole, Straighten Up and Fly Right. It's tune. classic. It is. It really is. Uh, we are speaking with Miss Lisa Peck of Lilo Interiors with the libational support of Matt Hummel from Gianni's Restaurant. Do you like that phrase, libational support? It's very, very nice. Thank are, you, Greg. Are you familiar with a company called The Libation Project? I have, I'm not very familiar with it. I've heard of it. But. Great name for uh, their basically a, a, a liquor distributor. But... Their uh, their cards say uh, for title enabler. Perfect. <laughs> I absolutely love. I love it. All right. Before we begin, Matt, you guys are going to be our new regular mixology partner, Giannis. I am so excited. Are you as excited as I am? Yes, we are also excited. And uh, uh, Patrick, one of our other lead bartenders, would love to get him on the show as well. Got to get Patrick days. in, without a doubt. Patrick's good people. We need to get Terry, Gianni's owner, in on the program as well. Yes, and Terry, the owner, would love to come on the show, and I think she'd she'd be great. She's going to be awesome. So welcome to Drink in the Style, and uh, I am really looking forward to having you as our regular mixology partner. Thank you. Lisa. Yes. All right. We were talking a little bit about a project that you did in Hawaii a while back. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, well, it's one of my favorite projects we've worked on recently because it started with a strong intention from our client that he wanted to create a place for his children, their spouses, and his 11 grandchildren to gather um, and really just experience nature, be um, not on technology, and just really enjoy the whole Hawaiian laid-back vibe mm -hmm. with each other for, you know, a month, a few weeks. Mm -hmm. So they just had their first Thanksgiving in the house this, oh, that's fantastic. this year. And it was really nice to think of all of them gathering there. So this is a Minnesota couple? A Minnesota couple who built a home in Hawaii, yeah. In Hawaii. On the Big Island, by the way? On the Big Island, yeah. Okay. And his concept was to create... You know, like a Kennedy compound of his own, some place where the family could gather and come together, and this would be the objective. Yeah, and he could really spend quality, long time with his grandchildren. I absolutely He's so happy to be oh the grandfather God. of 11. I can only imagine. That, no, seriously, <laughs> that must be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. My kids are now almost, I don't want to say grown, 16 and 12, but I can understand now why my, my parents were so anxious to have grandkids. <laughs> because you want them back as quickly as you can. You do, yeah. So he's created a multi-generational home. How did you approach the project? Well, it was really fun. Um, we worked with them to create a space that feels very warm and has a lot of neutrals but then pops of sea and ocean colors and that is very casual so um, all of the fabrics you can sit down in a wet swimsuit it's just very livable so that everyone in the family can feel um you know, welcome and like they don't have to fuss when they're there. See, that's the type of thing that a designer really adds value with, and that is understanding how the space is going to be used and making decisions. I mean, you want to use like a umbrella fabric in certain areas. Exactly. Things that are going to dry quickly, things that aren't going to retain water and become, you know, kind of mildewy. Something for grandma to worry about. Exactly. <laughs> right? And then it's not a vacation for her. Oh, so, <laughs> absolutely um, true. It, it really um, was fun to work on, and we really made sure too to include references to uh, the Hawaiian lifestyle and all of the finishes. So in terms of so they bought a plate, did they build a home? Out they there built it, it from scratch? yes, from scratch. So they hired an architect. They did. And then at what stage in the process did you become involved? We were brought in when the slabs were poured and they were just starting to frame the okay. house. So right, really from the beginning, from the right. foundation, yes. you started thinking about mm -hmm. it, which is the best time to bring a designer in on a project like this. I would have liked to have been there a little earlier. Really? Um, <laughs> yes. Um, simply because then the contractor was a little bit up against it, just because it was Hawaii, uh, for ordering materials and shipping them into Hawaii. Fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. All right. But we did, we had a great time and um, we were able to work with them here so they could do the meetings in Minnesota, and then ship everything over to Hawaii. And did you yourself go to Hawaii and do site I visits? I did, and I'd never been to Hawaii before. Um, I went three times. 
Okay. So and, I didn't have to be there all the time. But you would go in, you would check, you would see how things are progressing and make certain decisions. How in the weeds did you get on the project, first of all? did you Were you involved in things like location of electrical outlets? Because that is so important in a lot of ways. The architect had already done that work. We just reviewed it, and they had a lighting designer, um, which is something we do, but in this case, we didn't need to. Um, we selected uh, furnishings, finishes, and uh, decorative lighting, plumbing, all of that. And Lilu does. You are complete aesthetics design are, center, right? From soup to nuts, yeah. What color is the baseboard going to be? What color are you painting this room? What are you going to do as far as a light fixture goes on the exterior of a space? Yes. And sometimes exterior finishes. And sometimes. Oh, yeah. Okay. What color is the stucco? Yeah. You're making absolutely sure that the entire project is cohesive. Cohesive. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And three trips, you said, to Hawaii. Yeah. You went out. Do you mind if I ask, so how does that work? Do you build them for the for the visits that you're, you're taking? Um. Yes. Travel time, I'm usually working on other people's projects while I'm on the plane. So, um, But, yeah, we, we build them when we're there. Um, the first trip, I was mainly in the construction trailer working with the contractor and on site. Um, and then the third trip was really us installing furnishings so that we don't bill for. Which is so key. Which yeah. is, we did a project in Panama, um, actually, and uh, it was wonderful. We sent the design team down there initially, did measuring, took a look at the space, did you know things, and then the uh, the client, who's a really a really good guy, uh, wound up trying to do the install himself because projects everything happened faster than mm-hmm. was originally anticipated. So we literally didn't even know that he was doing the install, that the container had arrived in, in Panama and, and things. And there was a cascade of problems that went through everything. I went when the containers arrived, too. Which is absolutely <laughs> key. What was the middle trip? The, the second? The containers arriving. Oh, that was the, oh, that was, that was, okay. Yeah. All right. And overall, so multi-generational and creating kind of a, a space where families can gather overall. Do you see this? Is this a trend? Is this been I do think it's a trend. As people um, shift a little culturally and the expense of having older parents live in uh, senior living facilities and things, I've seen a lot more um, kind of multi-generational homes mm-hmm. um, with Maybe not even mother-in-law apartments. Sometimes it's grandpa or sometimes it's um, an aunt mm-hmm. who's living with the family. Which has always been the case. I mean, you know, the the concept of taking older people and putting them into kind of a retirement home and separate and, and other, that's a relatively new concept. It is. And some people are pretty quickly shifting back. Especially in this age where, you know, childcare is so expensive. Everybody is working. It is the most foolish waste of resources, human resources, if you can use that statement, uh, that, you know, you have grandparents, you have aunts and uncles and, and, and things, in-laws, who would love to spend more time with, with the family. It makes sense to create a space for them. Well, not only does it strengthen the bonds, the generational bonds in the family, but it does solve a lot of just practical problems, like you're saying. It's true. I was reading an article in Minneapolis St. Paul Journal uh, this week that uh, housing is actually specifically trending in that direction. I think Lennar has a whole practice dedicated to building kind of homes within homes. They do. And what's nice is today we're dealing with it in a little more sensitive way where grandma or grandpa or a couple have their own apartment, almost a studio apartment, Mm -hmm. where they can be separate from the family, but then they can also join the family for Mm -hmm. large periods of time as well. Which is wonderful. There's this house that I and my older daughter fell in love with in Wyzetta that we desperately, desperately wanted to buy. (laughs) And part of the reason is because it had a guest house on the property, which had been a remodeled stable from when it was originally built. I wanted this so bad overall. And wouldn't you know, it came on the market and there were like two offers instantaneously. And um, my wife was not nearly as happy about the concept. And my mistake, well, I shouldn't say this, oh, I'm about to get in trouble, um, was <laughs> I said, you know, well, we could use the guest house for like, you know, our, one of our parents staying with us as time goes on. <laughs> and suddenly it became kind of a, oh no, now we're going to have 
to take care of our parents as they're in the guest house. But to me, it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. It can be a wonderful experience. I agree. And what's nice about these grandparents is they're young and vital and swimming with their grandchildren. And they're taking advantage of that time period in their life. That is so awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. All right. Uh, I, I really hope my wife doesn't listen to this. Broadcast, <laughs> let alone my in-laws or parents. Um, you, now, let's change subjects a little bit. Let's talk about the ASID. Yeah. You are involved in the ASID. You are uh, a very active uh, uh, member. Um, let's talk about the organization's Design Impacts Lives program, which, of course, you're very familiar with. I am familiar with it, and I really like this direction that ASID is um, pursuing, that through creating the built environment, Designers are really helping people live their lives in a way that is elevated and in a way that is healthier um, and just uh, more thoughtful. I mean, it's more than just aesthetics. It's more than just aesthetics. You, If you ask a mother who has so many children to get organized and out the door, mm-hmm. the function of her mudroom her kitchen, her laundry room, and having everything in a place, that's something designers help her with. And she appreciates it a lot. How absolutely true. (laughs) Because think about the cascade of problems that come from a poorly designed space. The mudroom is the perfect example of that. If you don't have a mudroom that's usable, functional, that has everything thought out ahead of time, you wind up with 62 pairs of shoes. Yes. And one extra shoe. never makes any (laughs) sense at all sitting in the front hall. It's daily stress added to your life. And we design that out. Exactly right. Because again, it is looking at usage, function, how your life is going to function in this particular area. Right. And then beauty helps you feel better every day to be surrounded by beauty. So aesthetics still do play a part. Oh, I I own a furniture store. I'm the last person who's (laughs) going to talk about aesthetics not being important. Aesthetics are important, but function and aesthetics have come together. And that's, I think, what you know what what the American Society of Interior Designers is trying to say in that particular statement. They are. Mm-hmm. It's everything from having a well-designed closet so you can get dressed in just the way you want and go out feeling confident and be the business person you want to be to keeping your kids on track. Yep. And again, since this is an age of specialization, you know, and this individual, their job is doctor, lawyer, or engineer, or mm-hmm. computer scientist, whatever it particularly is, they don't spend time thinking about how a space is going to necessarily function, whereas we do that all Every the time. day. Yes. And I've worked long enough that I've seen a whole generation of a family go through their um, home. And so I now know what's going to last. Yeah, Uh, it's it's absolutely true. Truer words never spoken. All right. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll do the Habitation audio log. And Lisa will get a chance to ask me a question or two. So stick around and, uh, and stay with us. Don't forget to be. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Lowry Hill Meats, your neighborhood full-service butcher shop that works directly with family farms. Using whole animals gives Lowry Hill Meats the benefit of preparing custom cuts and dry aging. They offer beef, lamb, goat, pork, and poultry, including whole duck, roasting hens, turkey, quail, pheasant, and Cornish hens. Their sausages are made fresh in-house weekly using 40 rotating recipes. Try their handcrafted sandwiches. They are second to none. Lowry Hill Meats is located at 1934 Hennepin Avenue in Minneapolis or online at LowryHillMeats.com. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.
Branding Electrolysis on Grand Avenue in St. Paul has been a leader in permanent hair removal for people of all skin types and backgrounds for over 30 years, celebrating diversity and priding themselves on finding the right treatment plan for each client's individual needs, regardless of race or gender. Services include electrolysis, body waxing, facials, microneedling, and permanent makeup. Book your 60-minute complimentary consultation, including a 15-minute treatment today, for beautiful, lasting results. Visit BrendingElectrolysis.com. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, on the air every Sunday night at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950 and available on iTunes and other podcast apps anytime at all. I hate breaking into the music so much. I could just sit here and enjoy it time and again. We're listening to Unforgettable by the late and great Natalie Cole. It's just such a good track. It's just such a good album, isn't it? Yes, I love it. As do I. It's, it's a it's a standard. All right, Lisa. We talked a little bit uh, about reaching out uh, to the ASID. How do listeners get in touch with Lilu Design? Well, the first thing I would do is visit our website, liluinteriors.com, and it's L-I-L-U, or they can call us at our studio, 612-354-3271. It's, uh, it's a great space, and, and you do great work. So as designers go, you're great well, thank you. Contact. Thank you. Um, and ASID, of course, ASID Minnesota chapter. We can Google that. Yes, and it's just asidmn.org. Beautiful. All right. Before we do the Habitation audio log, uh, you told me something uh, off air that I was unaware of. You have your own fabric line. I do. Fabric and rugs. Um, And they are, it is called Sylvian Mira for my daughters. And it is available through designers. Okay. Um, Oh, that's really what we're going to have to talk about. uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The line. All right. It's colorful. I, I, you know, <laughs> but not too colorful no. and not over the top. And it can be custom colored to suit any environment. So. Really? Yeah. Where do you have it produced? How did this all come about? Um, well, when I hit 50, <laughs> I, this is something I'd wanted to do since college. So I decided I better do it now. Um, and the fabrics are printed in North Carolina and the rugs are made in Nepal. Mm-hmm. They are good word. We've certified no child labor. And um, there's just, uh, it was just a dream of mine to do. Congratulations. Yeah. That's wonderful. All right. I have we're to gonna... put those girls through college. So Right? Seriously. Your <laughs> own name, drugs, and fabric. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to talk more about that because yeah. uh, Habitation is always interested in some really unique pieces that. Uh, that might be worth fun, or might, might be fun to look at. See, there, that's the that's the aviation hard at work. <laughs> this is where I always complain that I have to do the habitation audio log after two or three cocktails. You've always made it the fourth segment, right? I just don't learn. I got to figure good. it out. Yeah. All right. We're too late in the game to change it. I know, right? It's set in stone. Therefore, we shall do. Oh, we also need habitation audio log uh, music at some point. Oh, yes, we do. If anybody has any suggestions, uh, feel free to email them to us. What would be a good intro track for Habitation Audio Log? All right. 
Nevertheless, we don't have that, so we'll just do a bum ba rum bum ba <laughs> Habitation Audio Log, installment 22, Planning Markets for 2019. Exciting. Okay, a lot goes into selecting merchandise for a showroom floor. I've been asked many times how we manage the process, so I thought I'd take a little bit of time to talk about some of the major and minor markets that are out there and how you determine what you do or don't want to attend. Essentially, there are hundreds and hundreds of shows around the world every year. India alone has 14 major shows. Russia has 17. The rest of Europe, more than a dozen and a half, ranging from Milan to Dresden and lots in between. There's the Asian Expo in Guangzhou, among dozens of others. The Istanbul Furniture Fair, which, strangely enough, is not located in Istanbul. And it goes on and on and on. In the residential furniture business, however, there are about four major shows in the United States. Two in High Point, North Carolina, spring and fall, and two in Las Vegas, Nevada, late winter and uh, summer. These events feature hundreds of suppliers offering thousands of products. There's also specialized shows like the lighting show in Dallas, the Atlantic Gift Show, the Chicago Accessory Show. Truly, you could spend an entire career just traveling from one to another. So how does one select the right venue? Well, you have to determine what style and price point you're seeking. On the latter category, you need to factor in not just the wholesale cost of goods, but the shipping costs associated with getting those products to the local market. It isn't easy. This year, Habitation has committed to one show each in High Point and Las Vegas and is looking seriously at the Milan and Istanbul shows, though it will most likely be a matter of one or the other. Going forward, we're going to have to determine how responsive customers will be with new suppliers, and that, of course, won't be known until after products arrive. Still, one has to keep offerings fresh and sometimes take a risk that is, I suppose, the nature of small business. Interesting. So what is the main reason someone would want to come to Habitation and Shop? Oh, you're going straight for the jugular on the big yeah. question, aren't you? Sounds like you have lots of fresh things for people to see. We do, we do. I mean, we've got uh, we've got um, lines from Noir and 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 Phillips and some lesser known uh, uh, lines overall. The question uh, about why someone would necessarily want well, actually, let me tie it back a little bit to the show question. Yeah. So, Turkey, this is really really interesting. Turkey has an insanely impressive uh, uh, furniture industry. Nobody knows about it. Nobody ever thinks about Turkish furniture. But they have this long history of creating this relatively unique furniture style that I think is really going to be successful in, in the United States. That's why we're talking about going to the Istanbul furniture store or furniture show. And we had considered for a while we were going to bring in this particular line called Vanessa Furniture, which is kind of a blend between mid-century and contemporary with a little bit of movement overall. Um, so you, you've got to have unique offerings. You've got to have, to a certain extent, stuff that isn't available elsewhere. But relative to the question of why would someone want to shop at, at Habitation or what is the number one reason, it can't just be unique. Because if it's just unique, you have this tiny f segment of the market. You've got uh, interest in um, people who just want to be completely different. And while that's completely great, it's not enough to really run a furniture store. So you need greater value adds. So why would you shop at Habitation? The furniture supply, the line is the lines are absolutely great. Customer service is absolutely great. We could talk about that. The prices are are aggressive and well within, you know, what you would find online. But I think that well, I think the most likely reason of all <laughs> I just watched the Grinch. <laughs> um is probably the uh, the warranty you get on habitation furnishings. And this, by the way, is true of designers as well. So if third-party designers purchase through habitation, their clients get the same insurance program. Um, and I've talked about it a little bit before, but essentially it is a furniture insurance program that we run through a national company called Guardsman that warranties against 
damage to the furniture, whether it be manufacturing or whether it be inflicted by the owner. So you buy a sofa at Habitation, and let's say uh, you uh, knock a candle over, and that candle lands on the furniture. Now, if it's just a matter of wax, there's an 800 number you call. You explain that you have wax on your sofa. You tell them what your fabric is because that's all provided. And they'll tell you how to get that wax off. If they can't, if that doesn't work, within 48 hours, they send out a team of professional cleaners. Those cleaners remove the wax using their professional cleaning technique. If they can't get it out, you get a check for the entire original purchase price of that sofa. And they take it away. You get a whole new piece of furniture. We offer this insurance. It is no additional cost. It is built into the price of anything that you buy at Habitation, which is fantastic. For designers, if you bring your clients in and they decide they want this particular sofa, maybe it's a, a supplier that you're familiar with, um, or maybe it's somebody you're there that, that's not here to IMS, doesn't matter, they will get that five years of insurance protection. And that's rare. That's a lot of value. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it, there are some caveats for the most part. I mean, they have like their claws, teeth, and beaks caveat, which means that if your cat <laughs> decides it's going to shred the sofa, they will still fix or replace the sofa, but only once. Whereas if you are a heavy drinker like some of us out here, <laughs> and every Saturday you wind up spilling wine on your sofa call them every every sunday and, and have them come out and and remove the stain um and i think what's beautiful about that is you get peace of mind associated with what you're buying regardless of the manufacturer overall you don't have to know who is where and you also don't have to go back to the retailer and hope that their policies cover what it is it is a centralized solution one phone number one phone number. And for designers, again, it also kind of takes it off your plate. You don't have someone calling you necessarily to talk about, you know, a pilling problem associated with, you know, some cushions. They call this particular number, and that number will take care of it. And if they can't, you truly do get a refund. Hmm. I know. Yeah. Right? Cool. So seriously, for details, stop into Habitation Furnishing and Design at 4317 <laughs> Excelsior Boulevard. All right. Well, there it is. Uh, we have drunk and talked our way through yet another episode. On behalf of my uh, guests, Lisa of Lilu Interiors and Matt of Gianni Steakhouse uh, Steak and Seafood. What's the formal name of Gianni's? Yep. Gianni Steak and Seafood. Gianni Steak and Seafood uh, in downtown Wyzetta. I would like to wish everyone good luck coming forward this week and uh, remind you that, to quote Vincent van Gogh, Color in pictures is like enthusiasm in life. Quality, right? <laughs> All right, good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you right back here next week. Hey, brother, the wine. Tell you why the day's sunny. I'm in love with licks of honey. Will you see the way she walks? Hey, brother, pour the wine. <laughs> <laughs>